cracking lovely people with Big Feed Up HQ podcast. Solo pod for me here. And oh, definitely go back and listen to episode 14. So that one was my first ever mountain ultra marathon. This one's going to cover my longest run that I've ever done. So it's actually in a couple of weeks, October the 20th, over in Suffolk. So I'm keeping it a lot more local. So I grew up in Suffolk, so I thought, actually, if I'm going to try and do some of these bimbles, I can save some money and actually run around an area that, you know, I know a little bit better rather than go out to Cortina and spend a small fortune and run around mountains that ended up being very, very tough. But really fun, really fun. So, yeah, I also recorded an episode with Kieran from, from Man V Miles. So he's got an episode on, I think it's number 10 we've done together. So that was all about his experience with running and all of his different races. And then also I've done a Marathon de Saab, a half Marathon de Saab podcast review with him as well. So for all things running, get over to episode 14, get over to episode 10, and then the most recent episode with Kieran, which I'm probably going to release the same time as this one of a bit of a kind of running focused little series section, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, let's get into this. Right. So it's in Dunwich, this race, it is 33.1 miles it's about a thousand meters ascent, so a lot less than the one in Cortina, far less. Okay, very flat, and um, yeah, basically, oh, there's no way that I'm going for the race record. Obviously, anyone that knows me, I've just been doing a couple of these bimbles or trying to do a couple of these bimbles of the year for the last couple of years. I don't even know what being a runner even means. It doesn't even matter. Um, the reason why I'm doing these couple of races are because I was going to do them last year. Cortina I had in the diary and then I had one of the endurance life race series last year in Dorset and ended up getting an appendicitis and ended up getting pneumonia so I had to cancel those two races so at the start of this year 2018 I said okay I'm gonna do Cortina which I've done and then I'm gonna choose one endurance life kind of coastal long distance ultra marathon type vibe um, because I couldn't do the one in Dorset the year before so the one in Suffolk popped up and yeah it was just an absolute no-brainer so this one starts in Dunwich in Suffolk and oh, it runs up round Warbleswick. Let me just pull out the route here. So the Suffolk coast basically. And yeah, it should be interesting. It's obviously going to be quite wet around there. So we start in Dunwich, run across the coastal path up to Warbleswick. We run, run round, so kind of west of Southwold back down and then it's going to be a kind of bit of a trek through some uh, foresty areas and paths and things and then come up around a place called RSPB Minsmere. so it's obviously something you can easily look up if you're interested just go on to the Endurance Life website but at the end of the day yeah it's going to be a personal challenge it's, it's somewhere that's quite local to me which is going to be quite fun and interesting and um, yeah it's something where I want to round off a couple of races that I said that I do this year and 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 go into them and um yeah and complete it and and really enjoy it and I think one of the main things that came out of the other podcast with Kieran who's a far more experienced uh, racer or runner or adventure racer whatever you want to call it is that he said just you know look after the process it's all about looking after the process and then you know the outcome will will be achieved or you know, whatever you want to do, I'll probably bosh that quote a little bit, but you can go back and listen to what he said. And I think, yes, yeah, I started training for this race a little bit more probably after July because um, I did the race in Cortina, took July off, took most of um, or middle of August off or, or so. And then, um, yeah, I dived back in and, and started working with Ed. 
um, the chap that I do the the North Face and Never Stop London community project and training with said it's a, a fantastic coach and and yeah he really helped me kind of organize I suppose not just not just the the programming to be like right this is what I recommend you do and 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 you know this is how I think you break down the run but it was obviously a, a mindset point of view so we speak every week he's really good with that and, and we have conversations around you know just trying to manage the 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 psychological aspects of something like an ultra running race like this like a race that's basically going to mean I've, I've you know moved the furthest and I've um then then you know I've, I've ever moved in 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 life really in in, in racing standpoint because Cortina is 29 miles and um this one's 33 so yeah it's going to be really really interesting so the journey kind of started off middle of August said and I sat down and we had a little bit of a conversation and he basically broke things down to be like right you know we're not going to set certain days so you do x long run on this day you do x bit of speed work on this day you do x strength conditioning or something on this day it's all around what works with my schedule and then what you know i need to actually be able to achieve on a certain week when i'm a lot busier but then also just outcomes you know what am i trying to achieve with a certain session as well so if you are tired or if i was kind of uh, you know i hadn't had as much sleep and things like that it's not just getting up and boshing out tons of miles when you know it's probably not the best thing to do so on on a good week through middle of august until now it was probably looking like i'd get up and there'd be a bit of a hmm, six you know six to eight miles something like that um on one of the days there'd, there'd be a couple of um uh, like a double session day where i'd do a little bit of um, lower body weight training so some lunging things like that some front squatting some step ups and then i'd go and do this class in the evening with 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 the never stop london project or i'd go and run a kind of oh, anything between four or five k something like that in the evening so that was quite an interesting day and then there'd be a you know whatever you want to call it something like a longer run and then if i got it on you know out out of the streets of london i managed to get up to primrose hill or Hampstead, or i managed to get home to suffolk that was always quite useful and then i just kept kind of adding time and a few miles to that every every week and it kind of went in blocks or so so that kind of culminated in the weekend just before going back to Suffolk and then I got around the route so I managed to get a good kind of three and a half hours or so on feet um stopped with a, a big big feed up and a Suffolk swimmer which is a soup and dumpling um but yeah that's that's by the by so um I cracked around mm, t- 21 22 miles on Saturday um and yeah I felt good it was interesting because you come off the beach the beach is obviously there's a lot going on there there's the the stones the sand um the the kind of like spray and then obviously when you get into more of a kind of trail or a um a grassy kind of path you can open things up a little bit and I think the main takeaway from working with Ed was that you know when you run it's all about managing yourself and it's all about just greasing the groove in terms of yeah changing pace so I practiced a lot and I will do over the next week or so before before um I have have the week leading up to the race I've got seven more days and then um yeah I've got a week or so after that to to kind of um just keep mobile sleep well do a little bit of sauna kind of keep the body feeling good but at the moment yeah I get up and 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 I rotate between Oh, anything like an, an eight, eight and a half minute mile to then doing a 10 minute mile to then doing an 11 minute mile, something like that. And I just move it around in blocks. And especially for a longer run day, like I did on Saturday, 
I'd use yeah something like that depending on how tough it was on defeat I might I might have done nine minute mile maybe to start with and then moved it up to 10 11 minute miles for a couple of miles and then tried to pull it back down and then obviously when there was opportunity to run a little bit quicker and, and things weren't as hard underfoot then I would so that's how I started to break things down over the last few months and and turn you know what sounds quite daunting to be fair is really daunting because um I haven't done a lot of it before you know a training run of 20 miles like right how are you going to break that down let's move it into three or four mile blocks and every time the watch buzz happens you know you get a little bit of a of, of a of a morale boost so it was absolutely awesome well, it still is absolutely awesome working with Ed around the the running and the training side of things and 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 he's a smart guy about what's adding to in terms of my uh, gym work so we didn't really have even have a conversation around upper body it was just kind of still doing a lot of body weight stuff like I normally do and then yeah we just we just pushed in some some trap bar deadlifts and jumps something you can obviously look up we pushed in some different lunging variations we pushed in some step ups so he's a real fan of heavy step ups um we also oh, did some stair climbing and things because in these gyms that, that i get access to find nuffield we've got some of those kind of step climbers and stuff so i think the main thing to do if if you're interested in the kind of strength and conditioning and the running and the program side of things is i'll link to ed so you can obviously contact him and have a conversation um but for me it was just it was good to have that professional opinion on the side and it was good for just someone to organize my, my training my running or at least the focus of my training and running depending on how far out I was out from the race so yeah that was it was it was really good to work with him and, and I know he'd be listening to that so dude you're an absolute legend and then in terms of yeah I suppose on race day how these things work you just have to kind of be a little bit more organized because uh, this one's a bit of an early start so it'll probably be getting up um at around five because it will take me an hour to drive so i head home stay with the parents and then it's about an hour's drive to the start line so briefings at half seven in the morning so these are things you have to think about when you do these kind of races and stuff how to set things up so i'll get back from london friday night i'll get up at about five have a bit of porridge probably some fruit and stuff in that and then i will get in the car and i'll get to the kind of race event venue around seven-ish and stuff and then that's when I can start adding in a few other little things so I'll have these little beetroot shots beforehand um, I might have a little coffee if there's something on offer if not I use this caffeine chewing gum and then we'll start the race and, and the kind of plan for me is there's a few aid stations uh, there's one at 16 miles which I think I'll try and run to first and then to basically just refill my water and then I think at 20 miles that's when I'll stop and have a little bit of food and things like that that are on offer so i'll probably pack i'm a real fan of the the um go shake 33 i hope i'm bosh their name but i'll probably pack some of their their like cheer um packs and things i'll, I'll, I'll pack some uh use tailwind nutrition in terms of the the liquid um kind of carbohydrates and caffeine solutions and stuff and then i'll probably just take some some flapjacks or something solid as well so that'll be on me in the bag and um and then yeah i can kind of run and 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 have little bits so i tend to when the hour and stuff clocks on eat something a little bit more solid and use use the liquid to bring that down and then through the hour i just kind of sip away at um yeah some of the kind of liquid nutrition type stuff as well and then i think around the hour and a half mark maybe the hour and 40 mark i'll, I'll start popping in some of that caffeine chewing gum 
and then depending on where I'm at at, at the aid station around the um, the 20 mile mark I can assess so I kind of see how I feel refill the water if they have anything on offer that I feel like I fancy eating because again it's at that stage it's about feel I know what I'm doing kind of between zero and 20 miles but then after that it's kind of um yeah it'll be it'll be new territory because I won't know how how I'm feeling because I haven't actually ran especially that mm, it's not like I've ran that that far before because I did it last weekend but I haven't ran under some kind of like race conditions like that for a sustained period of time because the Cortina race there was so much walking and so much climbing that I actually I didn't get out at a decent pace or in my mind whatever a decent pace means so you know maybe I feel really good by the 20 miles or or I've really pushed hard and I'm quite tired so I might have to wait around and eat and relax a little bit more so um that's that's something that's going to be a little bit unknown and then after that refill all that jazz dive out back onto the course after 20 miles and then the plan is just to kind of grit that last half marathon so if I really need it there is a stop at 26 um around, around about the marathon finish but then again that'll be quite interesting from a mindset point of view because there'll be family there and and, and Brian will be there but yeah I've still got a few miles to go so I don't know if I will stop there but if I'm if I'm really struggling and then especially from a water standpoint there is one at 30 before the 33 so I think for me I'm a heavy sweater and um, especially if it is a little bit wet and I am wearing something that's that's going to kind of keep keep me dry especially that kind of stuff might make me sweat even a little bit more so I'm going to really have to keep on hydration um, and just and just be smart in those last 13 miles and I think another main takeaway with these kind of things is to understand that at the end of the day if you're not feeling great um, and yeah man, I remember when I did my Cortina race and um, Ed's brother actually Harry Norman which I've also done a podcast with him so so look back for that um, I was really struggling about 28, 29k uh, halfway up this mountain in in Italy, and and he was he was next to me, kind of ran the last half of the course to kind of keep me going, and he was like, dude, just slow down, have something to eat, have something to drink, stand up and breathe. So, I think for anyone that's doing a race or a longer run, or you you I don't know, you're you're spending more time on feet or anything like that, that that's something that is really really important and you know there's there's no kind of um interest in me in wanting to smash a certain time i just want to get through and i want i want the race to 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 go well and i want to kind of do the best i can on the day but i'll totally get that if i get 25 26 miles in between you know the two aid stations the 20 and 30 like i said and i'm really struggling you just have to kind of slow down and bite the bullet a little bit and just have something to eat, have something to drink and just breathe and, and, and keep moving. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with walking. Um so yeah, I thought I'd I thought I'd record a little a little podcast around how I'm prepping for that race because I think it goes really well with um the one that I've just released with Kieran um about the the half marathon de Saab. So that's doing quite a few more K obviously and in a complete different terrain as well. So that gives you a bit of an insight into a multi stage kind of ultramarathon race and then hopefully this has given you a bit of an insight into you know a kind of single day 33 mile effort kind of coastal race so yeah it's gonna be interesting really look forward to running around my the area that I grew up and I'm really looking forward to kind of adding a few more miles in because I think it's just for me it's just slowly sneaking these up doing a couple of year finding good positions in the year so the weather isn't absolutely terrible finding good positions in the year so that 
you know, I can still manage to enjoy a bit of the summer. And then when it comes into that September to December um, kind of time of the year and people are sharpening up in terms of work and then battening down the hatches a little bit, you know, social might not be going on as much. So I can kind of sneak away for a little bit of training. So that's the reason why I put them both in. So I think I'm going to continue with a June and an October type vibe um, this time next year as well. And um, yeah. The company that I'm using for this race, or not I'm using, that I've dived into is, is Endurance Life, and they've got loads of different events and things, and not affiliated with them at all, um, obviously, to say that. Man, maybe they can become sponsors of the pod. Anyway, yeah, they do 10Ks, half marathons, marathons, and, and ultras, and they go all around the, the kind of coasts of, of the UK. So we've got our Dover, there's Sussex, there's Exmoor, Pembrokeshire, Northumberland, South Devon, Dorset, the North Yorkshire Moors, Suffolk, the one I'm doing, and then the Gower. Um, so get on over to them. I'll link to that. And, uh, yeah, it should be really good. I'll put up a – I might do a little bit of a pod after I've done it, but I think more I'll probably just s- snap up a few little kind of um, nuggets and things on my story and, and talk everyone through that. But, yeah, for those that are interested, dive over to episode 10, dive over to – uh, the episode that I've just recorded with Kieran and also dive over to episode 14 because that was me talking through my first ever mountain, mountain, mountain ultra. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this and yeah, have a lovely week, lovely people.